Okay, you got it? Yeah, um, so... G... 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 Jai. Jai Deeg. Oh, yeah. Okay, um... Jai Deeg. Okay, okay, good, yep, yep. Alright, five seconds. Four. Three. Hello, welcome to Stax Radio uh, with your host, G. Dyg. Oh, you stupid fuck. Stax Radio with G. Dyg. G.I.D. Yeah, G.I.D. Gav. G'day and welcome back to episode 9 of Stacks Radio Hour. I am your host, G.I.D. That's right, number 9. We're doing fine and we'll do it again for number 10. Double figures next week. It is going to be huge. Well, a big show coming up this week. Just a quick recap. Last week we dived in uh, with a very in-depth interview with the neighbour of the Beast MC, Mr. Kelvin Whipple. And uh, it was great to hear his story. He's got a brother, Joel, too, and what a story he's got to tell, too. I mean, that family, wow, they're just um, some some really uh, top fellows, and, and they've been through a hell of a lot, and they've come through the other side, and, and they're just great men. They're just That's the only thing I can say. They're just great men. And I uh, absolutely love hearing from that bloke, and he's massive for the whole movement here in WA. And, and you know, we, we don't get anything for what we do. There's no payment. There's no nothing. Why do we do it? We can love it. And that's why we continue to do it. So we appreciate all the support that we can get. And we just love to see that message saying, keep doing it. And we like to know people are listening out there. So a couple of messages here and there to all the staff and crew at Scudley Radio is mega appreciated and is awesome. So keep it up. Okay, this week we've got a massive show. We're going to look at the beggars. On Acid, yes, Apple Bite, and we're going to have a look at what they do. I believe they've got a song that I love called Some Lovin'. And it's been around for about a year or so, but it's still a great tune, and I want to play that one today. We're going to listen to our COVID-19 song, and it's by that crazy-ass evangelist, Mr. Kenneth Copeland. Hang out for that. We're going to talk to Daz and Az from Extortia uh, with the interview today. Going to have a look at those fellas. And we're going to move on and we're going to listen to, oh, the other thing. The phones have been ringing crazy. For some reason, Jesse the Body Ventura has got this crazy-ass notion that he wants to do a benefit concert for Patrick the Llama. Now, if you're wondering what the hell... This is about with Patrick the Alpaca or Llama. I mean, I get told they're different, but I'm thinking they're the same. Well, what it is is there's a there's a guy called Mally Boy on TikTok. You got to check his TikToks out. <laughs> Sounds worse than it is. Uh, check his TikToks out, and you go on there and you'll see Mally Boy doing his thing. Uh, but he happens to have an alpaca by the name of Patrick, and uh, apparently Jesse Ventura watched. The TikTok video was very non-appreciative of the tone and the demeanour in which Mally Boy talked to Patrick and figured that he wanted to come out, get a chopper and rescue Patrick the alpaca. I know. So therefore, he wants to do a benefit concert. It's going to be huge. And uh, so we are the vehicle for that benefit concert. And you'll hear about all the people coming up. Now, phone us today. I believe Jesse may ring up. We've got a few others coming up. There's a bit of a surprise. And a rock god himself. Somebody in the metal world that we all look up to as the god of metal. Actually rings up and wants to throw his weight behind the benefit concert for young Patrick. All right, let's kick off today with uh, this COVID-19 song. Now, before we kick it off... For those that don't know who Kenneth Copeland is, if anyone's ever got up early some mornings on uh, uh, ABC or might be SBS, I don't even know the channel. I hadn't had a coffee, so I can't remember. But I sometimes see these evangelists from America spraying their, their gospel. And there was one in particular. This guy is a strange-looking dude. And somebody has taken a mashup of his COVID-19 uh, uh, sermon and turned it into a song. And it's freaking awesome. So uh, without further ado, COVID-19 by Mr. Kenneth Copeland. But before we start, here's Kenneth doing what he does before we start the song. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Yeah. 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 
and just let off just enough to keep the heat from killing them people in New York City. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Come on, give the Lord praise. Give him a shout, hallelujah. And they said, well, you know, when... <laughs> but they saw it. Uh, so there you have it. There's Mr. Kenneth Copeland in action. And uh, have a listen to this song. It's a crack. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song under the Lord. about you but I feel absolutely violated and I need a shower I need to put my thumb in my mouth get into the fetal position and make my way to the corner right now It's the news with Kenny Singh Yes, hello, Kenny Singh here once again, uh, coming to you live from the streets of Perth, uh, where we are just about to go in and, and watch uh, a huge event which is about to go down, and it is, of course, the Battle of the Bands, Western Australia. I'm here with my co-host, and who's going to be commentating on this event, Aussie Man, and uh, he is here commentating on this prestigious Battle of the Bands competition. Aussie, you've been watching some of the bands, and uh, has anyone really impressed you? And what about this band about to come up now? I reckon they'll do a better job than The Punisher and even Batman. You've got to be dedicated, though. Yes, well, I can see dedication here. And uh, do you know what to look for when it comes to dedication? Do you need a hand? Uh, you know, you don't need to supervise me. I can do it independently. I am a big boy. Or I can come back later. I can book an appointment. Although I really shouldn't have to book an appointment. No, no need to book an appointment. I see you have a lovely cup here. And and uh, where did you get this from? I mean, it's it's seriously lovely. It, it truly is. It's it's remarkable. It was a Christmas present. Sally and Tom love me. There's nothing I can do about that. They just, you know, maybe you could let, maybe you could help me, or you could move, or either way, you could just stop fucking staring at me because it's making me a little stressed. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell. Yes, I panicked. I'm, well, I'm kind of sorry, but uh, yeah, I can smell the coffee, and I've just, uh, I think I've just shat myself. I can smell it. Oh, I can fucking smell it. Yes, well, I'm sorry, but well, I suppose we'd better get to what's at hand, and it's uh, uh, judging these bands in this competition. Well, uh, okay, so we have the first contestant here. And, uh... Look at the fucking focus. This fella could end up with a backache discombobulated and going spastic. He's like an undisciplined erection. He is absolutely shitting bricks. Yes, yeah, so there we have our, our first contestant, and uh, what a contestant indeed. Of course, that was uh, Satan's Catheter, the band. And of course, we've got coming up next, uh, tick, 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 bomb, tick, bomb, woo. What a bloody focused athlete! 
would you like a ticket to destination fuck? Unselfish sportsmanship. This guy is going fucking mental. for some upgrades. Yes, well, well, that's probably one of the worst things I think my ears have ever heard. That was, of course, Evil Edna's Horror Show, and a horror show indeed. Uh, coming up next is uh, Fanny Blue. I don't think he knows he's got to win this one, but what a marvellous effort. Honestly, I am still trying to figure out how humans have made it. Yes, well, now we have a, a young girl by the name of Diva, she calls herself, and she's going to perform... Well, I think you know this one. She's managed to attract quiet the crowd. Yes. Sure, it's yes. a very fucking confused crowd, but it's a crowd nonetheless. Yes, we're not gathering around her right now and are having a good look at her talent. She wants to try one last move to win them over. Look at her back bending. As a human, I say 10 out of 10. That is fucking brilliant. Yes, well, it's absolutely weird if you ask me. I don't know. It's hard to know what just happened. I know, but what is it with these young people these days? Why do they continue to put us through this? They don't like change. They don't like new things. And they probably just don't fucking have the skills. Or do they? Well, they certainly don't. Oh, my God. This is... Yes, uh, well, our last contestant is uh, a fellow by the name of Doug and his men, uh, his band, I should say, which are Doug and the Diggs which is completely stupid if you ask me. And of course they're gonna do some Santana. And uh, Aussie man, if you could please tell us a bit about Doug. Doug is tired of living in a restrictive magpie society, so he's gonna shake shit up and he instantly garners attention. Chad is like, what are you doing? What do you call this, you dickhead? Doug is like, I don't know, I just made it up. Oh, you just made it up, did you? Fucking fancy bird with an imagination. Did the committee approve this? Oh, get fucked, Chad. Get fucked, he says. Yes, and there you have it. It was a very interesting affair. I will certainly not be attending one of those again, and good luck for all the contestants on the show. Absolutely terrible. Well, my name is Kenny Singh, and that's it for me. Good night. Yes, thanks, Kenny. And, uh, mate, you put yourself into some really, really good positions. Uh, look like you're having fun out there. Wow, you teamed up with Aussie Man and got to uh, sort of hang out with him for the night and watch him do his commentary on the actual uh, band trials. And, mate, it sounded pretty uh, amazing. The band in focus this week is none other than Applebyte, the beggars on acid. Applebyte have been around for quite some time in the Perth music scene. They've also done some touring around the country, and on top of that, Justin Powell, the lead guitarist and vocalist in this band, is also a full-time stage tech, and he's always around rock and roll. This guy lives and breathes it. He takes some of those skills and some of those attributes that he picks up on the road, he brings them back, and he puts it out on the local stages here in WA for your listening pleasure. Now these three lads absolutely bring the thunder. They consider themselves grunge, desert, rock. They kind of got that punk rock sort of flavor, that grungy sound, but they kind of got those rock elements as well. So you got Justin on guitar, you got Mr. Michael Appleton on bass and Neil Hawk on drums. Their hometown is Perth, WA, and they're an independent label. So make sure you get in and support these fellas. If you listen to their music, it kind of is the type of music you want to listen to when you're hurling down a mountain on a mountain bike or when you're surfing massive waves. 
That's the kind of stuff you want to hear in your head. Makes you want to go, makes you want to charge, makes you want to take on that wave, makes you want to take on that mountain, makes you want to drop into that half pipe. They're that kind of band. They've been around for quite some time and they do have some albums out. For information on those albums, make sure you go to their Facebook page and check out Applebyte, The Beggars on Acid. Now there's a song of theirs that I absolutely love and I'm about to play it for you right now. So please give it up for Applebyte, The Beggars on Acid and their song, Some Lovin'. Hey, Gavin, didn't you organise this phone, mate, so it rang you instead of in, in here? It... No, I put the phone yeah. in there. Yeah, well, the can't phone... you organise... What, what's going... Can't you get that? I put the phone in there. No, I need you to get it, not me. Hey, listen, You're the producer. No, I do. I put, it, I put the phone oh, in Gavin. There. Hello? Yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm ringing... Uh, what? From California. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? Yeah. Mate. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You? Yeah, yeah mate. I'm I'm cooking with gas, mate. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. How can I help? Yeah, I heard that you are doing all the uh, benefit concerts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that well, true? Not really, well, but uh, I was talking to Jesse Ventura. Oh no. Okay. Well, look, mate. Um, yeah. Look, <laughs> no, it isn't true. Uh, for some reason, we had Jesse on last week, and we also had the Tiger King on. And the ball just started rolling. All I of a sudden, it. everybody like wants to do a benefit yeah, concert. Like Look, Arnold, game. what what do you want to do your concert for? What's the benefit? Uh, I think uh, I was talking to Jesse, and he said there's a, a llama called Patrick. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is a need to uh, uh, to uh, rescue or to uh, uh, 
get him in the chopper. Well, if you get him in the chopper, where are you going to fly him to? Uh, he's actually the lead singer in my band. Uh, I have a band, a rock and roll band you... that I've had since I was Conan the, the Barbarian. Didn't you shoot that back like in the 70s or something like that or, or, or like early 80s? So you've had a band since then and what you're saying is you want Patrick the Alpaca off the TikTok videos to come and because he's the front yeah, singer or something in your band. Is that actually what you're saying? Yeah, Patrick is the lead singer uh, in my band Conan and the, and the Barbarians. So, so your band is called Conan and the Barbarians. Yeah, Called Conan and the Barbarians. Uh, uh, we have a couple of hit songs. Uh, get down. Yeah. Uh, get to the chopper. Yeah. Uh, it is not a tuna. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the fish. Have you got any other hits? Something that I may have heard? Yeah, you may have heard uh, something off uh, our Predator album. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, I Ain't Got Time to Bleed? Huh? Uh, it's a song about a very busy hey. business woman. Hey, 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 Arnold. Hey, you mate. We've got listeners that probably wouldn't appreciate that kind of stuff. Uh, anything else? Uh, we also have a, a, a classical album coming classical. up. Classical? Wow. Very soon, and it's, uh, it's I'll Be Back. Yep. Uh, you... Beethoven. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I think it's funny. Is this is it real? <laughs> Not really. Oh. God, thank God for that. It would have been the worst titled album ever. Listen, before yeah. you go, Arnie, is there anyone that you're listening to in Perth? Is there any bands that you really like? Can you tell us who you're listening to in WA and uh and a little bit about them? Uh, get down! <laughs> get down! Get to the chopper. Uh, get, get down. <laughs> okay, get. Okay. Uh, I still work out. Yeah. Uh, still work out. You're still looking good, so Arnie. I yep. like to listen to uh, kind of heavy bands yep. or rock music. Yep. Uh, so basically I listen to uh, any band that is good enough to uh, get yep. on the Perth Rocks Festival. So, yeah, best uh, of the best uh, in Kamashi, Perth. Yep. Uh, won't, won't, won't make my playlist. Uh, have you seen those guys? Kabashi, yeah, <laughs> they big need to units. Work out more. They need to work out a lot more they, than they are. They do. Those guys are, are really, really uh, way. Uh, they don't look all that rock and roll. Nah, not no. Nah, they well, wouldn't they get the skinny the jeans. They, they're just more like the roll. Yeah, yeah, they're just more. Down. The... <laughs> yeah, I'll get down, Arnie. Well, mate, it's been good that you caught, talked to us. And uh, listen, yeah, uh, feel free to call in any time. And uh, good luck with getting Patrick uh, back so you can get him to front your band, yeah, uh, really Conan and the Barbarians. Conan, nice to... T- <laughs> Sorry, Conan, Arnold, uh, nice to talk uh, to you, mate. Yeah, and uh, uh, stay safe. Uh, uh, Arnold. My name is Arnold. Yeah, you have a good day. And uh, uh, before I go, just a big shout-out. Big shout-out to... Uh, 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 Scandi Records and, 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 no worries, and mate. of course Jesse Ventura with his yep. uh, Saving Patrick Benefit concert I, I might even come <laughs> if I can have a stalky in the town goodbye uh, goodbye Arnie Arnold Schwarzenegger rang Stax Radio wow so it looks like this benefit thing is going ahead. This benefit for the Patrick the Alpaca or whatever he is. That's just crazy. Crazy. Well, we're going to listen very shortly to a uh, couple of fellas by the name of Azzle and Dazzle. <laughs> uh, that's Aaron and Daz from uh, Extortia. So why not? Let's play an Extortia song, huh? All right. This is... Bullet Holes and Broken Bones by Extortia. Bullet holes and broken bones. Killing nothing, bombs explode. Dirty streets, hot in air. Why we here and why we care? Leaders lie, no one asks. Step by wine and drink our flags. Watch our blocks, turn it over. No one cares, no one's sore. Why we left out Shot the blinds, turn around, don't look back. Dance up, it's not your block. Why are we left outside alone? All alone. These bullet holes and broken bones. 
on TV screens like burning bits for horny teens. A pinch of salt, a cup of these. Ask myself who's my next scene. Pistol here, shotgun there. We're a loaded that makes it fair. No one looks, no one stares. Nothing neighbor to fall there. Why we left outside alone? More trouble to do hell. Take it off, kiss sex itself. Someone's daughter, someone's wife. Hey Gavin, do you think it was a good idea doing this uh, this phone thing? Well, fair dinkum, mate. It's ringing off the hook. Yeah, it's ringing. And are you going to actually pick up the phone or what? No, you can get it. Well, it's your job, mate. Fair- hello. Yeah, hello. What? Oh, is it Sharon? No, it's not Sharon. Who's, Who, who's this? Ozzy. What, Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. Really? Wow, Ozzy Osbourne! Hello, mate. Hello, mate. G'day, mate. G'day. Who's this? It's Jai from Stack Jai from Stacks Radio. Was it like a radio station? Yeah, or mate. Something? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of, but we're online. Uh, do, I, do I win anything? Um, uh, possibly. Uh, I didn't win anything. Well, no, not really. Well, it's a shit radio station, then, mate. Well, it's yeah. Well, y- yes. I was talking to Randy Rhodes and what? he said that uh, there's a benefit concert on. Well, well apparently. Yeah, but there's a benefit concert uh, for, for Patrick uh, the Alpaca. Yeah, oh, God. With an armour or something. I suppose you've been talking to Jesse the yeah, Body Ventura. Well, well, I was wondering, mate, like, I'm thinking very much of, like, getting Black Sabbath back on the road. Yeah, that would be cool. Coming over and doing the, the benefit concert. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. And while we're there, we're going to play Perth Rocks Festival. Oh, I don't know if you'll get on the bill, mate. Pretty tough. Oh, we'll have to get a petition signed. Oh, I don't something. know if it'll work, mate. Yeah, get, get us on the bill. Uh, uh, you right? know what? What? Uh, I can even bring like, like a whole like, suitcase full of bats over and like, bite all their fucking heads off and that. <laughs> mate, I don't Ozzy, I'm not too sure, mate, you know, with all this coronavirus going on there. Actually, speaking of coronavirus, have you been in lockdown and how are you, mate? Are you are you okay? Do you consider yourself in any sort of uh, danger if you if you or even like um, Sharon or even Kelly or Jack were to get um, to get the coronavirus, you know? Oh, Do you think yeah. you guys would be okay? Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, oh, we're fine. We're fine, we are. We're, right. We're, yeah. we're, we're all right, mate, because we're fine, we are. We've been... Well, when you think about it, I'm, I'm safe as houses. Well, the reason I ain't never got coronavirus bite, biting heads off bats, and I never, well, I never swallowed, never swallowed, mate. And then the other thing too is that I had all, I had lots of antibodies. Oh right. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, there was that documentary a little while ago uh, uh, with uh, that, that band I played with. Oh, like one note before me, bunch of mad bastards. Oh, uh, uh, Motley, uh, Crue. Motley Crue. Yeah. And uh, there was a, a film that a film that come out. Yep. And, and and it showed me getting down and snorting a line of ants, mate. Well, that's true. Uh, how else are you going to get antibodies without snorting ants into your body? 
Yeah, well, I can't oh, argue with that. I'm not going to get sick, am I? And the family, well, fuck, they, they're not going to get sick either. I like the way you think, so, Ozzy. Uh, no, we're fine, mate. Oh, that's good to hear, mate. So you're planning on coming over. You're going to be yeah. part of this, um, uh, the the benefit concert yeah, for mate, Patrick yeah. the Llama, yeah. by the looks of things. Look, yeah. uh, do you know who's organising this? I don't know. Like, it's very hard for Jesse to organise it, being all the way... You know, like, I mean, he's living in Minnesota. So it's very hard for him to get over here and organise this kind of thing. Maybe we can find a good promoter in Perth. Have you heard of any any good promoters in Perth, by chance, Aussie? Well, not really. We never really went there. It was really, like, a bit of a quiet place now. It's like, it's like a big country town. Well, it is, mate. It is. Uh, uh, like... You know, like, he's only got electricity on there a couple of weeks ago or something, like well, I was told. and bit know, longer than that. Pretty uh, spun out, really, that we're actually talking on the telephone. Uh, really? So, yeah. Anyway, mate, I'll leave that with you. Uh, Sharon! Sharon! Well, Ozzy, Sharon! it's been good talking to you, mate. Uh, I think she's playing with the grandkids, mate, so we're going to... Uh, I'm going to piss off. And, uh, All right, anyway, mate. Uh, Black Sabbath uh, for the... Lama the Patrick Benefit concert, mate. Uh, we're in. We're all in, all right. Anyway, so I never won nothing. No, you didn't, mate. Uh, Sorry. Shit radio station, mate. Goodbye. You're listening to Stax Radio, the home of Stax of Radio. You are absolutely awesome, Gav, and I cannot believe we just had the king of heavy metal on this station. Well, speaking of kings of heavy metal, we have got the boys Az and Daz from Extorture in the studio. We had a bit of a chat to the lads about uh, just stuff and uh, it went a little bit silly. So it's time to open the vault. vault. Do you have a boom boom chish? Sound like a button. Cool. Can I open one of these Japanese treats? What are they? <laughs> you got to taste it and just guess. Fuck, man. Do you know what? It's got a picture of a prawn on it, but it best tastes like watermelon. You know what I mean? Like, Japanese <laughs> shit does that to you. <laughs> if, it's, you, if it's got a prawn on it, it's most definitely foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sort of thing you look at it and you think, oh, yeah, and you open it thinking it's going to be prawn. It tastes like fucking peach marmalade. What the fuck's that about? Pisses you off, doesn't it? Well, what an intro to uh, today's podcast. I'm here with uh, none other than Az and Daz, or oh. as you'd like to call them, Daz and Az from uh, ex- the band Extortion. How are you, lads? Oh, How bloody good. How's, bloody your, good. Uh, how's your Japanese foreskin going, mate? You, <laughs> is it, did you end up tasting it? It's as chewy than I expected. <laughs> it's, it's, if you put them in water, they expand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they all? They double up as a fan belt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going there. We started. We start, started in the gutter. We can only go up from here. We can. Um, As what's going on, mate? You went kiteboarding this morning. Uh, not this morning. Yesterday I did. Went, went out for a bit of a blast up at the old horn, up at Two Rocks. Can I have a little bit less well, as in my headphones? <laughs> I can uh, yeah, go just, a little less. There we go. Yeah, How's there that? you go. How's that? Oh, a little. Is yeah. That, is that better? <laughs> it's better than your bass, so that's all right. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Now you get my breathing like... <laughs> we're working. So, oh, all right, we're on. Yeah, so you went kiteboard. No, no sharks? Uh, no, we don't call them sharks. We call them Jeffs because it's a little uh, less ominous yep. sounding. It's like, oh, there's Jeff. It's like, oh, look out for the Jeffs. But I did actually go kiting with a guy called Jeff, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, so who's confused? Did yeah, I was mostly just like, confused. Just like, did you say shit honest. like, oh, <laughs> did get bitten on the ass by Jeff or something like that? Yeah, mm. and he mm. just gives you that funny look yeah. that he does. thought you would. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do, you do a bit of kiteboarding, don't you, Dad? Fuck no. No. No? Dad is a surfer from way back. I used to surf a lot. Yeah. Um, kiteboard, I just... See, Aaron and Simon, the drummer, that they were into sailing when we were younger. And I went out and sailed with them and I was like, this is just... I just don't want to be in the ocean when it's windy. Like, it just... To me, I'm like, this isn't fun. And Aaron and Simon found it fun and then started kiteboarding. And, and they're like... They kept going, God, you know, Daz, come down and kiteboard. I'm like, I could just jet ski. <laughs> you know that I'll just do that. You get two types, don't you? Love dudes that like are completely bone up over sail powered shit. Mm, yeah. That's these guys. And yeah. then you get the other. That's type. Jai as well. Jai's a, a, he, gets, yeah. he gets a bit of a hard I get, for I get sail a bit of wood for. Oh, and you get a wood for wood stuff. You get, get a wood yeah. for wind. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty glad when it's blowing a bit, but uh, blowing your wood. Uh, yeah, wind, when it's when it's blowing, blowing, it's going. 
but it's. I want to see some tigers in it. That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh, Jesus! The other day we, uh, as I was telling him, he's, he's up somewhere and he's so like it's going green, and and I watched this thing on YouTube, which you'll have to see to make complete sense. As you're in the dark, and it's just like this guy in, in the south, deep south, going like, yeah. Would, would you say he's high on meth? Uh to be honest, I think he was pretty straight. Yeah. I think he's just that way inclined. Yeah, I think you might be right. But, might, um, he, he was, like his he, family he broke trees his, a stump. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a beanstalk. It's straight up and down. And what happened was, uh, he was like trying to convince his it, missus that the storm was coming, and yeah, because his foot was hurting. <laughs> and he could tell that and the, he storm could tell was coming. the storm was coming because his foot was hurting. You fucking and, serious? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's serious. <laughs> He's going, I could tell it's going green, baby. Yeah, it's, it's going go, green. It's, it's going, going green, baby. Oh, it's going to have tigers in it. See that there? That's a storm. It's got tigers in it. <laughs> wow. But I, only... I was actually referring to the green arrows on the sea breeze <laughs> site. <laughs> and I didn't know, and I'm just yeah. sending the message that says there are tigers in it. And you probably thought I was as fucked up as that bloke yeah. for yeah. quite a while until I explained myself. Yeah. Yeah, and then we just—I said you got to stop going down those YouTube black holes, man. Do you—you uh, you got any YouTube black holes, Daz? You like to? Oh, you yeah. like to do uh, midget look, porn? Anything like that? Like, uh, no, it's not YouTube. No. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, was that you that sent me that message this morning about? Definitely not. Is there a Pornhub two coming out? Because I finished the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did send. It oh wow, that's. I, would, I don't even know oh. what Pornhub is. I did not. If this uh, is going live. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a is that a is that a shop next to IKEA? I don't know oh, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh man. No, but YouTube black holes, I, it's not. It's not. YouTube doesn't get me. It's just um, like I'll get. It doesn't matter whether it's. It could be Instagram, Face. It could be just whatever social media. But you just start that moment where you're like, oh yeah, fucking, I'll check this out. Yeah. And then four years later, you've got a beard, and you're like, oh well. That's what I found out. It's just you end up nowhere where you wanted to start and then you've sent the stupid videos to all your friends along the way yep. and they just keep replying with, stop sending me that fucking shit. I've got a guy that does that to me. Oh. I've, had to, I've had to block him. Was he yeah. in your band? Because <laughs> we all have that member of the band, I think. No, yeah. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He's, no, he got, he was, uh, he got hit. He had a bot- motorbike accident, actually. He used to be, he was always that way inclined, but what happened was he had this bike accident now he's mentally... I wouldn't say he's fucked. He's actually quite quite good, but he's unfortunately confined a wheelchair, and he does listen to the podcast. Actually, say again, Scotty. Um, Alex, he's, Scotty. He's, Sorry, he's, in Sorry the, he's in the wheelchair. He's, he's in a wheelchair, but he, I guess, he's got a lot of time on his hands, and he, he sort of he finds this stuff funny, and, and he just bombards <laughs> me. he bombards me with it, bombards me with it. So I filter out the stuff that could possibly be moved on, and I test it through the litmus friend that I do have, which is as. Ooh. And uh, find out if it's and if as talks to me that day at work, then I know that it wasn't too bad. So I, I just stopped now. I don't. I just don't move on with that. I just refuse. Like someone shows, and the poorest part of it is you've always got that friend that goes, oh, "I saw this thing today." Yeah. And they they come up and they show you on the phone. Yeah. And then you laugh and laugh, and then you go, "Oh, it's kind of like this." And then you show yeah. them one, and now what you've done is you've formed a team heading uh-huh. down the hole together. And then you just sit there with both of your phones, like I'm loading one while they're showing you. It's just shit. And then you end up at midget clown porn. It's all you always end up yeah, there. Yeah, you're bang on. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, the reason you're here today, Daz, is, oh. that, um, <laughs> Speaking is, of is the reason you're here today is that <laughs> as and I need intervention. <laughs> oh, so you brought me to intervene. Yeah, you need now, I'm just going to show you a whole bunch of videos yeah. you haven't seen before. We need to get out of this uh, YouTube black hole. <laughs> so if you're planning on getting out of a hole anytime soon, don't go down it with a friend. Yeah. The problem is the YouTube black hole is just called Pornhub. <laughs> That's, it's, they've, they've named that black hole. And like, just remember, Pornhub 2 is coming out yeah, soon. Yeah, because after you search strippers and nude and it, nothing comes up on, on YouTube, it, you go to Google, like, fucking strippers and nude is not there, and then it comes up. Pornhub, you're like, well, that's the ho- that's the black hole. That's where you're going. See you later. Next minute, I don't know midget what porn. Someone said to me, they said like uh, Hitler is only six clicks away from any search thing on Google. Six uh, six degrees of separation for Hitler. Right? Yeah, for Hitler. Really? There you go. Yeah, some could be less. Boil down to Hitler. No, I let's not talk about boiling and Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, all right, gents. Uh, <laughs> Moving right along. So uh, for anyone that. Uh, are not familiar with Daz and As or As and Daz from uh, from the band Extorture. Extorture's a West Australian band. Um, they would they've been doing some pretty major things for the last. God, you guys have been around what? Twelve years. Thirteen. We're actually uh, Jesus' 13? opening band. Once. Yes. 
We we played it a ceremony that a lot of people talk about. Yeah, yeah. you guys actually done the yeah the hanging ceremony, <laughs> didn't they? Like when they nailed Jesus to the cross. You guys are doing the you done the support act, didn't you? Yeah, we did the support act. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we, you, we nailed first. it as well. It's good. <laughs> you nailed it. That's awesome. Oh, this is not going to church. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mum. Yeah, I actually uh, bought a do-it-yourself Jesus kit a couple, oh. couple, couple of years ago, and it was just two lumps of wood and a couple of bolts and uh, and four nails, and it was really good. I got the first three in, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. This gets worse. I like this. I'm, I'm actually excited about where we're going to go with this. Yeah. This will not be able to be aired. Is this live? What's it been like? It's not. No, we don't do a live for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So this, what you're going to hear is to be cut down so just three so and basically out of three and a half hours you're going to hear about twelve minutes yeah, yeah so right. so everyone knows all you're going to hear is this is as and Daz, Daz and as beep thanks for coming guys <laughs> it's been pretty good here's a song from Extorter <laughs> oh, no, don't play that rubbish um, yeah no. So, no about what tw- what thirteen years you yeah twelve thirteen years it's same lineup oh look yeah the same lineup with un- uh, with obviously the the change out of Lee the DJ with his accident and stuff. But he's still part of the band. Like he's, we're doing the new record now, and he'll be um, working with us on the electronics and stuff. But I, I think it's awesome. He's still involved in a in a capacity. Oh, you can't not be. It's more. I, I think mean, he, he was right there from day one. I suppose. Oh yeah, I think with Dorje, it's just just what we've always done. Like it's, it's just, just a you, massive collaboration of like mates that you hang out with. Yeah. So like uh, Mike, our video guy, just comes in and hangs with us for you know every couple of years and does a video clip with us and. Makes it awesome. Yeah. And then Lee will come in and do his little thing. and It's good once you're comfortable with people too because you're not afraid to go, no, fuck it, I want it this way. Oh, and that's that's definitely what happens. But yeah. that's the good thing about Which having five people. You need to be like that because... Oh, if you, you know. can't be on it, I think, I think we learnt pretty early on that we weren't going to take each other's shit. Because outside of the band, like if we're doing something, it's all polite and we're like mates and whatever. But as soon as we get in into the studio or into any kind of writing, it gets pretty brutally honest. Like, me and Aaron probably have the most headbutting, for sure. We yeah, we headbutt a lot. Yeah, we, that's why we've, we our front of our heads are generally harder. <laughs> because, But it's good, you need it, because I, I write a certain way, Brad writes a certain way, and Aaron writes a certain way, and, and I'm a more ear-thrown writer, so I'll, I'll just fucking go down the rabbit hole in my own world, yep. where Aaron's more technical, so he'll get whatever shit I've written, find five good bits in it and go, well, that was a good idea, but how about we add this to it to make it better? I'll get upset because I wrote it yep. and Aaron's ruining it. You go through the whole prima donna. Yeah, I go through my, that moment and then Aaron... My, this is my child. This is, yeah, how, so how I do that. I do, I do, I do like a pre-polish of the shit. Yeah. It goes to Ken and he's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sends it back and goes, don't ever send that yeah, again. Don't try no, it but, again, guys. So, yeah, so what happens is usually I, I get like, oh, you know, well, earlier days, not so much now, but yeah. I'd be like, well, I wrote it and Aaron would tweak it and fuck with it and go over to Simon and Simon would listen to it and go, oh, I like this bit, but that bit. And then it comes back to Lee who would do his bit and then by the time he gets to Ian, he'd be like, oh, I can work with this and this. And so by, does Ian write the, he, he writes the lyrics? Yeah, me, me, the, me and Ian work together a lot in the lyrics, yeah. Yep. But sometimes, I mean, we had um, Simon's come in and writing lyrics. Aaron would do a lot of, uh, not so much lyric writing, more harmony. Like we, we'll do the lyrics or something and we'll have a certain way we're doing it. Aaron just has more of a, Melodic ear, like that's yeah. that's sort of the English, reason, English is my second language. The, the so. reason <laughs> being that you know Aaron actually can't write. Oh, that's the problem. He keeps pointing. Like, yeah. like, what are you doing? Just write. And he goes, eh. yeah. I was talking to the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> like sign language. Simon and Az just understand each other clearly. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Grunting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think with the band you just got to be honest about what your strengths are, and that that's where everyone fails. Like yeah. I think everyone gets to oh, the last probably three or four years, I reckon. As a band, since the big, since the bigger tours, like going going out with you, you know, El Ninos and Head PE and all these guys, and you you sort of learn their band dynamic and how they are and on stage and as people, you start getting a bit more humble yep. about what you do and a bit more open to ideas. So when now when we go and write, like we actually write really open minded and it's really it's more fun. I enjoy like we're doing a new album now. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. Like Ian come in, we're doing some vocals, and usually me and Ian would take oh weeks to get. Of a, you know, just to get something because we're just so picky. But we came and did a vocal writing session, just belted out like three choruses, just and they were really, real like everyone was excited about them. And it's like, oh, because we're just writing different, we're more open now, so it's good, you know, it's a yeah. good feel. I mean, I must admit, when you do tour and when you play with other bands and stuff like that, and I know from my personal experiences too, just being on the road with other people, 
you do tend to take a lot away because you do find things that you, when you look at it and you see it in action, you sort of sit back and go, we should, we're not doing that. Why aren't we doing that? Maybe we should do that. And then when you do try it, you learn. I guess it's like hanging around a big brother, isn't it? And trying to figure out what they it's do. It's just and, trial and error. Like, you know, what works one time, especially like one song, what'll work with that song works just the once. And then mm. you'll try something else the next time. Yeah. And it might be a totally, completely different way of approaching it. But you've got a fairly good dynamic. I mean, you're all kind of heading in the same direction, but you're all so different. Oh, shit, yeah, man. Like, we started songs that were supposed to be so heavy, and then by the time they end, they're just electronic, funky shit going on. Like, you just don't even know. Yeah. Like, we sent a song to Ken now because we're doing a single. So we sent him nine tracks, and the, 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 the two that we all thought he'd pick are the ones we spent the most amount of time, like, getting like a, you know, yeah, he's going to, he's going to love this. We sent him and he sends me a, he gets, calls me up and he's like, all right, yeah, I think this one. I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, oh, what was, it's, what, what are your thoughts? I said, I don't know. That, that's, went back to the boys and everyone's like, fucking really? Like that one? I'm like, that's what it is. Like hit so, someone of that caliber. Like and he, did, he's done some major productions. So oh, not, 97 gold records. Yeah, so, he's, I mean, he's got a good ear, hasn't he? Like, yeah. So you're not going to argue. I'm not going, oh, come on, mate, shut up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You, yeah. just, <laughs> you, just, you just hang the phone up and go like, fuck. Well, at least he found something. He's at least. in the States though. So, yeah, New York. Yeah, so would you say that what's doing over there at the point of time would be referential to here? So if he's onto it and he goes, yeah, I like that. Do you think then you've got like two or three months here to sort of push it a bit? Nah, see, before it's like yeah, this is happening now. Or oh, see, really? the thing is with Ken, like, cause I've, we've known him since '06. Oh, I think we've been good friends with him since '06. Thing with Ken is he's because of his position in the industry, he's doing songs now that will be hits in six months. Like he's what you're listening to as number ones and stuff on the radio now. It's, it's done. That that's old to those ears, I suppose. Like they're not that they're less proud of him, but they're thinking of the next stuff. Like, so yeah. when he picked that track up, he's not like for us, I think the reason that we didn't maybe find it so, um, on because we didn't see the potential in it. Cause we're, we're the ones we were working on are sounds that we're listening to that are relevant to us now. Yep. So he picked that one up and was like, no, I think this one, cause he sees where it can, he's thinking next. Does that make sense? Yeah, true. A yeah. lot of bands, you'll write songs for now where producers don't well they do but they're thinking ahead they're thinking what's the next sound what's the next thing that's why you know, he's people... got his finger on the pulse everywhere <laughs> yeah, like he's... he knows what's going on in, in all the countries all the all the main sort of marketplaces for music he's yeah. got his finger on the pulse of what's going on was it ken that got you sort of happening in china and, and the asian market oh actually funny story he's done a lot in china as far as he's got a lot of gold records there as well yep. so it was a weird one because we've become such friends with il nino Yep. And all that. Obviously, um, one of the guys from El Nino has has some friends and stuff in China, and then they they actually had already be, I don't know how they'd already heard of us there. So I don't know how because we can't Facebook and there's none of that shit in China. Three was it three billion people in a country? <laughs> yeah, you more than percent of that. I'm man. pretty You'd sure. Pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, we're happy with four of them, really. <laughs> I mean, come, just just rock up and bring beer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It, it, so, but Ken's. Oh, Ken just helped us to find the sound. Really, we sent the f we had our sound like electronic hip hop. That was our gig, and you know, and then we sent our first song to him to get basic production on. And when it came back, I remember all of us sitting in a room like this, and we just listened to it and said just nothing. Like no one had it. We were just like, what the fuck? It came back totally different to what we just, had. We didn't even know it. It just, just changed the direction of all the music that we write. Yeah, it just changed. So did the us. hooks and the riffs stay the same, but the 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 product? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. They stayed the same, but the, the yeah, production was pretty different. much the same. Uh, yeah, maybe the way we structure songs now as well, I'd say it's changed mm. a little bit. Yeah. He's, the good thing about people like that, you know, when you meet, even some of the bands, when you meet some of the bigger, the real big bands that you meet, when you meet these guys, they actually, you, you think you're going to meet a big band or a big producer and all this stuff, and they're going to, they do everything different to you. And everything you do is shit and everything they do is good. That's, that's how you think when you, yeah. you know, if you met Metallica, you'd think, oh, these guys are just the best at everything. They're not. They're five guys that wrote really amazing songs. But at the end of the day, you might also be able to write an amazing song. And you find that these guys that are really high end or really pinnacle and they got there by being good and being humble, they actually respect what you do. So even though you're, you know, fucking among being compared to them. But so what we found about Ken is that when we worked with him, he was like, 
that's a good good hook. Like, you don't expect him to say it's a good hook, do you? You expect him to say, like, yeah, I'll just change all that, man, because I'm, you know, I'm a pro- yeah. producer. But he didn't. He he was like, he respect the reason that we wrote the song like that and worked with that to create what the songs became. Yeah. And that's, you know, even this one, when I sent it to him, he even said to me when I was on the phone, he goes, well, I've got a hook idea, because I don't, he goes, I don't want to, I'm not going to send it to you. I'm not, I don't want you to know about it. You send me what you've got. And then we can look at the two together and see what you want to do. Like that's the attitude moving forward. Yeah. They don't just sit there and go, oh, you're paying me be, to be a producer. So I'm going to do everything. And then you just go out there with yeah, a fucking dictator to you. He'll give hmm. you your artistic direction. And then if it comes in and it's shitter than his, then you'll be like, yeah, you're unsucked. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he will say. It's good that he's like that. Good that he, uh, it's good that he can admit, admit too that you know not everything he does is, is tarnished with gold as well. So, yeah, he yeah. doesn't need to admit it. It is, <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah. Actually, what was the last one he did? Uh, was the Eminem album? Uh, he did something and on Kamikaze. The, the comedy said was this is Eminem's worst album, but thank you for the gold record. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you know, like I mean, we did well on the album for you. So is so. Dre is Dre not producing Eminem anymore? No, he is. It's, he did something to do with it. Like it would be because Ken does. He probably may, maybe mastered or something. Or... No, not mastering. Doesn't he master? It would be the he bell on one of the songs. Yeah, beat creation, synth creation. You, it, there's so much dynamic. Like I didn't know until I was in the studio. I went into the studio with him when he was. This was in 08, I think it was. I was in New York, and we were there, and he was just working on a piece of a section of like a number one hit. Like it was like a like a drum recreation or beat rec- it, I did. I don't even know what to call it. It was just doing it and it was in the song amongst all the other things that are happening. So his studio and his work is working on that bit while a producer is working on something else and it's just – and then it goes somewhere to get – It's yeah, it's, there's so many people putting it together sometimes. You do notice the difference in um, your guys' production compared to sort of people here in Perth that's having it produced and – Sent out from purely from home. I do know it's just there's there's a slickness about it. You know, like there's a, it's I guess uh, when you sort of normalise everything and you get it out, computers can do so much mm. before you need the hand of God to come in and put his. You know, I'll tell way, Ken. You tell him. We just call him Ken. Yeah, yeah. we just. <laughs> I'll tell him. I'll, I'll send this podcast. You like the that. hand of Ken. <laughs> hand, the, the hand, hand of, of God. God. I never said that. I, I don't even know you, Ken. I'm just He'll imagining. Love that bit. Yeah, some guy in his like, beard. Some. Yeah. <laughs> Some some man with a staff and a beard just I mixing. I reckon the beard helps with uh, hearing sound. Yeah, uh, <laughs> That's why it's good. Yeah, it diffuses yeah. the sound. It diffuses yeah. the sound before it's here. And and hair in your ears is always good too. Oh, Jesus, yeah. yeah. But you, so don't, don't dig it out, folks, when it starts I'm happening. I want to try some of these Japanese snacks. Which get, yeah, try, yeah, try this one. One suku. No, that's the, uh, isn't that the foreskin no, one? No, it's foreskin. Get in here. This is the foreskin one, but look at that one. That's biking man. I know what that is, but I don't. What is it? Bacon man. No, I don't want that. Biking is actually um, his germ. I don't want to fucking eat a germ, mate. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But it's that's from a cartoon called um, Unpun Man. Mm. It's my favourite cartoon. I'm going to go to the prawn one. I'm going to give him a shot. I'm going to have some foreskin. I've got the prawn as well. Okay, can I have some foreskin? Mm, they're, actually, they're actually little baby prawns, aren't they? If you look at them. Yeah, it's prawn crackers. Unsalted prawn crackers. Mm, it's like a... F- Foreskin? No, well, I've never eaten a foreskin, so. I'd say it's like a. You haven't lived. <laughs> That's living, Barry. Remember that joke about uh, how do you circumcise a whale? No. No. <laughs> you send so. down foreskin divers. Wow. Oh, you wow. did. I should have saved that. I usually have joke of the day. Yeah, that was. As the nice see each other most days during the week, and I've usually I used to got... tell my dad jokes. Got... And he laughs sometimes too. So, I like him. <laughs> these are, you know what these are? These are fucking terrible. Because they taste like nothing. Like nothing. Like nothing with a little bit of hint of shrimp. We don't see too many fat Japanese dudes apart from the wrestlers. That's why they make these fucking candies, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a chip, I suppose. Is it? Yeah, it's like twisties without the flavour. You know, I, right. I think they're Japanese peanuts too. That's why they taste different. That's what happens when you get a mouthful of Japanese nuts, mate. Well, lads, thank you very much. Daz and Az from Extortia. Thank you very much, Stax, for having us. If you like to chew the fat in more ways than one, keep listening to Stax. Radio. Is that all right? On fair dick in this phone. Gav! 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 
Hello? It's Jesse the Buddy Ventura. Jesse? Yeah. Jesse, just yeah. the man I need to talk to. Yeah, I need to talk to you Yeah, too. mate, listen. This benefit concert's getting out of control. Yeah, well, why don't you... Yeah, I know, mate, but listen. you got to stop telling people about it. It's, it's not even happening. Yeah, but you, you try and tell that to Patrick the Llama. Yeah, well, Patrick... Patrick the alpaca or goddamn or whatever... Whatever he is, why don't you tell me what he is if if you know everything? Well, I don't know. I was a Navy SEAL. I know. I, I was the governor of Minnesota. Yeah, we've established so that. Why don't, why don't you tell me what you think he <laughs> is, whether he's a, a llama or a, or a goddamn alpaca? I don't know. He looks like a black sheep with a long day, neck. We gotta we gotta look out for the animals that is being mistreated down there in Australia on well, that, that farm. That, he's so probably... To, I spoke to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, what did he say? And, and we decided we're going to fly a chopper in and get him the goddamn hell out of there. Well, he's... So why, why don't you tell me what you're going to do about it? He's probably fine. Nothing, sit on your hands in the radio station and just talk a whole heap of bullcock. Well, what's Bullcock? Well, I don't care what you think. Well, we're gonna get this benefit concert to raise awareness for Patrick the goddamn llama. Well, he's probably loving life down there, mate. He's probably so you can eat my shorts. I was a Navy SEAL. Well, I, I went to Vietnam. Yeah, of course he did. I, I, I was in five world wars. Five world wars. Right. Yeah, well, three of them you haven't even heard about. Well, I'm pretty oh, sure there was secret. World War One and World War Two. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, three of them I haven't heard about. Yeah, so, well, you mate, So, what? who you plan on having on this thing, and what, when's it happening? And, I mean, we're happy to help out. That's what we do here, but you're going to have to give me more information, mate, instead of getting all these people ringing up, talking about this bloody benefit concert. I mean, there's other big shows going on. I mean, there's Perth Rocks Festival. That's going on. That's the biggest show in goddamn history, man. You're not even going to compete with that. Well, well, sir, I think we are. I think the, the benefit concert for Patrick the Llama is going to be the biggest show in goddamn Perth, Western Australia's history. Well, I'm going to have the greatest bands that are available there. And I, I heard that Ozzy Osbourne is going to come on the show. Now, you tell me, is there a bigger rock act? In, in history than Ozzy Osbourne. Well, I'm pretty sure he was talking Ozzy about... Osbourne. When I served in Black Sabbath together. ...during World War II, Ozzy yeah. Osbourne and I were... We were just hanging out together, drinking pints in a hotel, and I said to Ozzy, why don't you tell me, Ozzy, if you know everything? Why don't you tell me what's the biggest show in Perth, Western Australia? Well... How do you know that, what That can't is even be true. Well, how do you know what's even true anymore? Anyway, so the, the concert's going ahead. I think it's going to happen around about November. November. And, and then we can get some money together to get Patrick the Llama uh, Alpaca, goddammit, Llama Alpaca, out of aren't there. You, aren't you rich, though? Out of that environment that he's in he's he fine mate do all the time he's and an I, alpaca you know I'm going so make sure you just keep promoting this concert all right I'm gonna come over there and put a size 13 us boot in your ass far out jesse uh well there you go folks um looks like sometime in November, there's going to be this benefit gig and it looks like Ozzy Osbourne's throwing his weight behind it. It's getting really big. Well, I wonder who's going to phone in next and uh, join the bill. This will be interesting. Stay tuned, Stacks Radio. We're out on the street today to ask what the public think of Stacks Radio. Uh, excuse me, sir. Can you... Oh! 1.5 metres, dickhead. Yes, and that winds it up for another edition of the Stacks Radio Hour. I'm your host, Joe D. Stay tuned next week. We're going to have more phoners, more droners, more cloners. It's going to be stupid as always. Hang in there. See you next week, Australia.